0: Flight 229,
1: you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to another edition of The Pilot's Advisor. Walter Storholt here alongside Ryan Fleming, financial advisor at Fleming Financial Group, serving you worldwide, of course, because he travels not only by land, but by air. And you probably do a little by sea every once in a while, right, Ryan?
0: Uh, Only when I go on cruises. Cruises, yeah. So there you go. I
1: I knew there was some sea in there at some point. I mean, you live in Charleston, so you're you're by the sea in any event. But uh, what's going on, man? How are you?
0: Things are great. Just getting ready for the holidays. Uh, had a little break in the weather down here in Charleston. So we had some nice cold weather where you could see your breath, which that's too cold for me.
1: <laughs> that's too cold for Charleston. Like that's not a, as common occurrence down there, right? Nah, it doesn't happen too often.
0: But, you know, a nice break in the weather is good every once in a while. So you have a changing of the seasons. But it, it's more of a reminder for me how much I don't miss the weather in the Midwest.
1: The uh, coldest I've ever felt it was at Notre Dame. It was uh, minus 19 degrees uh, when we were there for a couple of days a couple of years ago. It was it was really something. It was so cold it was knocking power out all over town, and uh, it was it, it couldn't even snow. It was so cold, like you know what I mean. Like the the, the, the snowflakes were scared to come out.
0: <laughs> Good old South Bend.
1: Yeah, that's right. I also understand you've been uh, been through some testing recently. I'm sure you passed with flying colors.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, it, it brings up a good point that I was thinking about. You know, one of those things that make you go, hmm. So uh, every nine months at the airline I fly for at FedEx, we have ch- annual, it's not, I guess, annual training, but training that we come back for. And I was having a conversation with the instructor and he was thanking me for being prepared and, you know, you know, because things went well. And I was amazed to hear him complain about how many people don't come in prepared for their annual check ride. Hmm. And, you know, and the, to me, being a professional just means you you prioritize, you figure out what you need to do, and you, and you handle that. And it's something I take pride in, in being a pilot. One of the things they talk about pilots is being able to prioritize between different things that are going on. And, you know, with my life, I can tell you right now, I have a lot of plates in the air. There's, you know, it's constantly juggling plates, but you prioritize and grab the plate that's about to hit the ground and you fix it. And, you know, obviously preparing for a check ride would be one of those things. So it got me thinking though I was absolutely amazed that professionals would not come in totally prepared for a check ride but yet it also made me realize that retirement which is one of the biggest life events that you have and how many people fail to prepare for that as well and it it made me wonder what it is why we're dropping the ball as a society or just you know human nature what what it is. it's almost like people want to avoid thinking about the pain of what might what could be or something i, I don't know
1: well i think you're absolutely right and that uh, we as a society do seem not to get you know too far down the rabbit hole but we try to avoid pain at all costs right but from pain comes lessons and learning and uh, experience is the best teacher and so sometimes you have to have that pain to learn and to grow from so if you can continue to avoid that pain And never encounter it at all, you might be sacrificing some growth. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to let life happen and then, you know, tackle it and grow from it from there. But yes, the planning ahead can certainly limit some of those mistakes that we make and some of that planning and seems to go hand in hand with you being prepared for your tests. And then that helps you avoid critical mistakes or overcome, uh, you know, critical errors. Then in the real world, when you're flying and have problems that arise, you're able and prepared to handle those things. So... It all makes sense. I
0: I had a conversation with a a client named John the other day, and he was kind of talking to me about, you know, we're talking about his budget and figuring out, you know, what he could invest monthly because they were a little bit behind on their retirement savings. And he goes, well, should this hurt a little bit or should it be comfortable? And you know, I told John that, you know, my job is to give him tough love and that no, it should hurt a little bit. And here's why. Number one, they were behind. And I go, so you can make it hurt a little bit now when you can handle it, or it's going to hurt really bad when you're 65 and you still can't retire and you're having to work and your body hurts and you don't want to get out of bed. I go, which, which hurt would you rather have, pain now or, or pain
1: later? <laughs> pay me now or pay me later, same as with pain, right? You got it. That's too funny. Well, let's use that as our uh, springboard into today's conversation, Ryan. Uh, we're talking about avoiding critical estate planning. Mistakes. So similar to how you prepared for uh, that testing, that retesting, and then getting ready for uh, going back out and flying in your normal uh, everyday job, there is something to be said for kind of applying the same mentality to getting ready for retirement. And we can focus on retirement as a whole, but today we're going to zero in really on estate planning. Now, I know that there's a portion of the the audience, Ryan, who probably is like, "Eh, I'm not really into the estate planning. I don't really care about leaving." A legacy to the next generation. You know, it's kind of the, that's the, uh, I want my last check to bounce crew, right? And and that's okay if that's your approach to things. Uh, but there are those who want to leave a legacy. They are worried about what's going to happen to their estate as they get older and pass it on to the next generation. So we want to help eliminate some of the common estate planning mistakes. So we've listed out five or so for you here on the show today to go through. And number one on the list, Ryan, is failing to plan for expenses that can be foreseen. So the things that we can plan for, uh, a great example here would be something like healthcare.
0: Okay. Was I supposed to plan for this? Because I feel like this is another test all of a sudden that I'm not ready for. (laughs) I don't believe that for a second. All right. Healthcare. Healthcare. Well, first of all, estate planning, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You need to plan for your estate. You need to have a will in place. But with healthcare, okay. Healthcare costs are continuing to rise almost to a point where you look at long-term care insurance and it's unaffordable for most people. But healthcare is something that we need to look at. A lot of people will only plan for their monthly budget in retirement, not planning for those unforeseen, or excuse me, as you say, foreseen things like, hey, I might need a new car. There are going to be periodic medical bills that are going to come down. And let alone, as you get older, more things break. You might need to have some sort of a surgery or something in there. And you know, health insurance is covering less and less. So it's definitely something that we need to look at.
1: I would say in addition to that, Ryan, uh, there's a really common mistake that gets made with estate planning. Maybe we should have even started here because it's such a common issue, but it's also really simple to fix in most cases, and that's failing to update beneficiary designations. I'd be willing to bet that you pretty frequently run into this where you're reviewing somebody's plan and find a big mistake here.
0: Yes, and this is kind of one of my pet peeves because it's so easy to do. Yet this could cause so much pain upon an unforeseen death or even a a death in the family that was expected, where people do not have their beneficiary designations up to date or they don't have a current will. And just to give you an example of how painful this could be, people will focus on the will and update their will. And to be honest with you, the will does not mean anything because what's going to happen is they're going to go back to your accounts, your investment accounts, your insurance uh, accounts, and they're gonna look at the beneficiary designation. And some of the mistakes you see is kids aren't on there, or maybe it's still a spouse that is now an ex-spouse. So you could see the pain of what could really go on here and, and how, you know, not failing to do that simple thing can really cause a detriment going forward.
1: How often do you recommend people to kind of, you know, update those designations or check on them to make sure they're still active or appropriate?
0: Well, definitely annually. I think it's a good thing to kind of talk about and see if there's been any changes in the life. Or, you know, another good one is children. So somebody has a new child. Well, let's start talking about, you know, getting their social security number, and getting them protected and put on your accounts. Um, Marriage, divorce, any major life event, things could change.
1: So Uh, annually and life events, those are two good triggers to kind of remind you to go update those things. Exactly. And,
0: you know, it's always a good idea. Even, I mean, whenever you think about it, it's a good idea to update those
1: things remember the will is not enough so if you've had a lot of changeover in your life or second marriages or just different things that have occurred in your life that have maybe really changed and evolved the people that are involved in your life i guess those someone like that would be really at risk for having beneficiary designations that are out of date and maybe going to the wrong or in unintended people so let those folks should you know perk their ears up a little bit more on that conversation for sure Uh, another critical estate planning mistake that folks make all the time if they aren't getting proper guidance and help is failing to take steps to avoid conflict and potential litigation among heirs and family members. And sometimes that's born out of the beneficiary designation disputes, but other times it's for other reasons, right, Ryan?
0: Yeah. And I think estate planning is kind of the last thing that people look at when they think about their finances and they think about retirement. It isn't any fun. It's not Fun to discuss, you know, death and who's going to be in charge of an estate or who's going to make the big decisions if there's an accident and both parents aren't there. But it is so necessary. These legal documents, keeping them up to date, it's something that
1: is paramount for avoiding pain later. Now, I know that uh, real estate is certainly a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to an estate plan, Ryan. And a lot of people try and get around, you know, the the real estate issue or problem that comes when you pass away by transferring real estate while they're still living instead of death. What are people trying to navigate around when they do that and why is that kind of running afoul of the rules?
0: Two things I see. Number one, normally your home is the biggest asset that many people have, whether they have it paid off or not, there's a lot of equity in there. So if they're running out of money in retirement, there's some options for accessing that home equity. But families tend to try to skirt the system by trying to sell a a family member's home to a a child for well below market value. And then the child can use that equity or help the parents along. Well, Uncle Sam doesn't like this. And Uncle Sam, you know, he likes to have his taxes paid. So this is something that comes up a lot of time. And you know, the people think they're smarter than the government. Um, but they're going to look back on any of those assets that have have been transferred and uh, wonder why or what the motivation is for these. So you just got to be very careful about what you're trying to do.
1: All right. Last but not least, one more estate planning mistake for today's show, Ryan, not considering the tax implications of your estate. People often, you know, we talk about this all the time, uh, ignoring taxes when it comes to your retirement plan, but the same rule really applies even as you're looking to pass on to the next generation.
0: Well, and I think that this is probably, when when I view estate planning, it's the biggest thing I think about. How much of our assets can we pass on to our, our children or our heirs without having to pay taxes on them? And so really it's looking at, from a strategic standpoint, how we can pass along these things or gift assets or even when you pass on, let's say, some stock and you get a step up in cost basis, and I know that was probably a little bit in the weeds there, but let's say you had a a lot of money or you held stock for 30 years, so there's a lot of capital gains on that stock. Well, if you pass that along at death, your heirs actually get a, a step up in cost basis to where whatever it's valued at now, that's where they start going forward. So that's one of the things that can be pretty
1: huge. Absolutely. So how does your planning process, Ryan, help people navigate through all of these different mistakes? What does that look like and how can somebody get started on that?
0: Well, estate planning, you know, from an advisor standpoint where I'm at, it's constantly talking about these things, making sure the beneficiary designation is up to date. And then, you know, will something that most people have a will, but going to an estate plan. I actually refer clients to a estate planning attorney that I have here locally in Charleston. There's also a network of people. So if you want somebody locally, I can get you in touch with. But estate planning like Social Security is very, very complicated. And so if you want to do it the right way, you want to have a professional that is focused only on that. We talk about holistic planning. And I I quickly realized a long time ago that I can't be an expert at all things. But I can refer you in the right direction to get somebody that can help you out with these things. Airline pilots, since I know many of our listeners out there are airline pilots, in your Alpa contract, there is a something called the Hyatt Legal Plan. And what it is, is you can pay a monthly fee and it's like ten to twelve bucks. It's very, very cheap. But if you pay that monthly fee, you have access, unlimited access to lawyers. For all kinds of different things, from you know r- real estate to divorce to what have you, but estate planning attorneys are one of the things that is in there. So many of my pilot clients, I talk to them about signing up for the Hyatt Legal Plan, and then you all the stuff that you sitting down and getting your estate planning in order is all paid for and covered.
1: So the uh, advisor you in this case kind of serves as the quarterback. Helps designate or delegate out certain tasks when needed to kind of these other uh, these other pieces, especially like estate planning, where you might need that legal side to come in and help with some of the uh, you know the more nuanced parts of this. But you're kind of hel- there to help along the way to make sure everything's getting pulled together.
0: See, Walter, this is why I like having you around because <laughs> I tend to have you know diarrhea of the mouth, and I keep talking, and then you have a, a great way of bringing it all together and bring me back to home base so people understand. So yes. I would agree with you. That's a great way of putting it.
1: I was afraid, you know, using the quarterback analogy, I, I didn't want to offend you knowing that, you know, you're the, you're the, you're, you you're were the one catching the balls, not the one, uh, you know, not the one under center back in the day. So, but uh, I, I guess you have to, you had to work in, in cahoots with the quarterback pretty much on every play. So. You uh, definitely
0: have to be on the same page, just right. like
1: everything else. That's right. You were uh, receiving uh, during the football playing days. Now you're quarterbacking people's financial plans. Boom. How about that tagline receiving back? Of the I'll take it. Like I said,
0: <laughs> pulling everything, bringing it all back together
1: too funny. Well, that's cool. That's uh, some really helpful little tidbits for you. If you are looking to avoid some critical estate planning mistakes, those are some of the common ones that we see. And so if you've got questions about anything about estate planning or something else about your financial plan, I know we talked a lot about 401ks and IRAs and other types of investment accounts and the general retirement planning talk as well, that's always very important. If you have any questions about uh, that stuff or investing, saving for retirement or other goals. Goals that you have from a financial perspective. You can always reach out to Ryan Fleming by calling or texting 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. And you can always go online to FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. Or email Ryan, Ryan at FlemingFG.com. And we'll put links and all the information and resources we mentioned on today's show into the show notes, into the description of today's show on whatever app you're using to listen to the program. Ryan, uh, we really appreciate you joining us and uh, we look forward to another great show soon. Fly safe.
0: Thank you very much, Walter. Appreciate it. And everybody uh, have a happy uh, Thanksgiving and holiday season.